to Totalus Rankium. This week, semi-final two. Hello, and welcome to Roman Empress Totalus Rankium. I am Jamie, and I am Rob, and here we are. Doing all of the end stuff that we do after ranking all of the emperors from Augustus to Constantine eleven, we're coming down to the wire. Yeah, it's the that wire's there. Oh, look at it! Look at it! Imagine you're on one of those cheese boards that has a cheese wire built into it. Yeah, and you're slowly being pushed towards it. Oh, that's that's what's yeah. happening to us right now. It's getting towards the nose. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because it's semi-final two. It is some would say the middle of the three semi-finals that we're doing. That's how you yeah. could describe it. Uh, yeah. And I'm going to be honest, don't know about you, Jamie, but last semi-final, uh, I mean, it was interesting, but I think it was yeah. a little bit of a foregone conclusion. I think, it, well, well, yeah, yes, it yeah, was. I, I mean, I just knew who was going to go through. So did everyone else. <laughs> this one is not. This one, I genuinely don't know. And as writing up the notes, I kept going backwards and forwards. I know speculation on... The internet <laughs> makes it sound really big, yes. doesn't it? Uh, <laughs> certainly in our Discord, uh, has been going backwards and forth. Uh, who is going to win this one? Uh, but only one person can win. So shall we introduce who is going up against who? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Boom. I was. You know what? I was about to correct myself, <laughs> uh, and then I had a little word with myself in my head. It's like you're not at work anymore. You don't need to correct grammar all the time just chill out uh but no. yeah only a disgusting pedant would do you, that you were, you were on it and you know what i thank you jamie keeping me honest you're welcome, you're welcome. okay people what are doing good are ah, basil too oh yeah that's right <laughs> sorry sat so, sorry sound guy i interrupted you there Basil II, yeah, there we go. We've got Basil II, the, the chief of the Macedonian dynasty, as he is sometimes known, or at least that's what I've just said. Uh, he is obviously... I don't even need to say it anymore. I've said it a lot. He is mm. the person who has won uh, in terms of yes. points. He's already yeah. wearing that crown. Look at him right there. He's buffing it. Buffing it with his oh, sleeve ears. Oh, he is. He is. Uh, it's all very impressive. Licking but oh, oh, emeralds. who's this he's up against? It's Andronicus. Oh. Andronicus. Andronicus, the party freewheeling all sorts of fun if you ignore the persecutions emperor yeah. more prison breaks than the tv series prison break mm. i don't know if that's true i've never seen that tv series uh, yeah. but i'm guessing it's probably only one i i think there's one per series i'm gonna guess there were seven series so andronicus didn't escape prison that many times so i've lied it's hyperbole jamie though that's what i'm going for um, and that's okay. It's a totalis ranking way. It is. Uh, yeah, so Andronicus, he came eighth overall with a score of 40.25. And you, in particular, were very excited when we recapped him. You uh, got very excited by mm. his stories of his prison breaks, his uh, yeah. getting to know his wife during a prison break, his yes. then sleeping with all of the Emperor Manuel's family, uh, <laughs> just to annoy Manuel. Uh, oh, it's good stuff. So there you go. You got Basil II and you got Andronicus. And I'll be honest, it's going to be tough to choose. And then mm. the way these rounds work, uh, the other two came second in their rounds. And I think it shows. I don't want to prejudge here. Uh, there's a okay. chance for one of them. First of all, we've got Theophilus. Theophilus. Theophilus came 15th overall, so it's going to be tricky. 36.63 he scored. Uh, he was a good emperor. He was. He <laughs> In a nutshell, yes. He, he, he was adequate. He modelled himself on, on the great leaders of Baghdad uh, in a time where Baghdad was going through their golden age. He... He rode through the streets, passing wise judgment on people. He wanted to be good. He was taught by John the Grammarian. He wanted to be good, and he, he was good. Uh, there was the whole iconoclasm thing, uh, kind of, yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah, he, he was mm. he was all right. He was good. <laughs> nah, he's not going to win it. He's he? not going to win it. He's, there's no way he no. can win in this round, which is a shame. Uh, but he's got to the semi-finals and well done. However, the third person uh, is... He's got more of a shot. It's Leo V. Leo V. Now, Leo V is an interesting emperor. He did lots of interesting stuff. He is the yeah. godfather to Theophilus, which is interesting. We've got a close Ooh, uh, yeah. familial tie there. But the main reason why we're interested in this emperor, who came 18th overall with a score of 35.88, is his 
death. <gasps> because when you're standing on an altar swinging your cross, hacking at the assassins coming for you, and it's Christmas Eve and everyone else is singing <gasps> hymns, and oh, it's just the best death. And could, could it be like there's a children's choir in the background? Yes. And and when and when the guards walk in, suddenly they start doing um, uh, the Fates song from Star Wars. Yes, or the the song from Final Fantasy VII, uh, One Winged Angel. Uh, I think it's called. It's oh, it's really operatic, and the main villain in it. I'm, this is going back from when I was in school. This is good old Final Fantasy Seven. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's Sephiroth, and all the the choir is yeah. just going Sephiroth, oh, oh, all the way. Yeah, it's just so so ridiculous, and like real real choirs have sung this, and you can see them doing like yeah, yeah and it's just a stupidly over the top piece of music. Skyrim uh, theme, that's impressive. Quite possibly. You see, I don't know that one. Our, our, oh. our computer game knowledge clearly does not cross over. It doesn't, it's, which is no, weird. No. Zelda, we both know Zelda. Yeah, Zelda. Guru do valid. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it doesn't fit the, the theme, but it's a cool piece of music. No. We're getting sidetracked, Jamie, with we <laughs> Totalis Rankium computer game, game theme music. Tracks. Yes. Theme tracks? Yes. Soundtracks. Yeah, okay. Season three in the bag. There we go. So, yeah, anyways, <laughs> I'd worry about putting people off, but I assume if anyone's got this far, they're going to stick with the last three episodes. <laughs> We're probably yeah. fine. Right, okay, Sorry, so Leo 5 has a good, strong death. Is it enough to put him at the top of this group? Mm. Probably not, but uh, if we put them in order, he might squeeze in a second, maybe? Yeah, who knows? Who knows? Yeah, Okay, so there we go. It's only four. Yeah, yes, yeah, only four in the semi-finals. It's yeah, only four, and we choose attention. one. Well, it's been a, it's been a while since we recorded the last semi-final uh, because I went to Montenegro uh, <laughs> yeah, and then yeah, got yeah. trapped there as my plane got cancelled and had to do intelligent speech uh, from a hotel room uh, <laughs> with dodgy Wi-Fi. It was fun. It was good. So I forgive you for forgetting, but yes, it's only four. We choose one, and the winner goes through. So, do you remember what the first round is in the semi-finals? Death. Memento Mori. No, it's the second round. Yeah. I've put you on Damn the it. spot and I apologise. It's infamous, notorious. Sound guy, you hit it. Infamous, notorious. Okay, in this round, we look at three things. Yes. How much have they been remembered? How much actual impact did they have on the Empire? Good or bad? And uh, are there any amazing details that we think they should be remembered for? So, first up... Basil 2. I'm going to be honest, Jamie. I uh, I sacked the focus group. Did you? They, they what, were... you mean the people on the WhatsApp group? Yeah, yeah. I mean, they don't know they've been sacked. They'd be deeply offended. They're our friends. Uh, but <laughs> in my head... <laughs> Acquaintances. I, I sacked them. And they, they don't know Roman history. They're going to say no. They, they didn't know Justinian the Great. They're not going to know these ones, are they? No. So, like, true. any true researcher, what I did was I assumed results that I would get, and I've just followed <laughs> that rather than actually doing the research. Uh, so like the Tory party. <laughs> so are they remembered? It's just no from the focus group all around. It's just going to be a no, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it yeah, is. pretty much. Uh, so what I did is I, I did my own research. Are they remembered? And uh, good old Google. Type mm. their name in, ignore all of the big sites like Wikipedia and Encyclopedia and just yeah. top history sites. Uh, so is Basil II remembered? Well, the first thing I came across is that in the computer game Civilization VI, the Byzantine Empire is available as a, an additional downloadable civilization. Oh. And guess who leads them? None other than Basil II. Ah, cool. So there you go. You can play as Basil II in Civilization VI. Did you ever play any <gasps> of the Civilization games? No, I remember seeing lots of adverts in like the early thousands. Yeah, I, I, some people anyway. absolutely love them, and it's kind yeah. of it seems like the kind of thing I'd love. Just like hmm. point and click, build up your city. I mean, it sounds yeah. really fun. It's just not one I've ever played. But yeah, you know me, Jamie. I'm not going to leave it there. This is a rabbit hole that I was more than willing to jump into. How good is this, Basil II? Being a civilization character, uh, well, maybe half the Roman emperors are civilization characters. So I went yeah. to all of the civilization games <laughs> to find out which Roman emperors have been there. So to begin with, Civilization One, you could play as Julius Caesar. 
So, there you not go. an emperor, so it doesn't count. Not an emperor, it doesn't count. And also, it's a logical choice, isn't it? Civilization 2, well, quite like this, they decided uh, to have two rulers for each game, male and female. I like it. A bit more <laughs> awareness of what was going on uh, with the half of the population that never get talked about. Uh, so, <laughs> you got to be Caesar or Livia. Livia. Livia, wife of Augustus, way back in yeah. episode one. Yeah, so there were your choices. Then, Civilization Three. you could choose between Caesar and Theodora, interestingly. Oh. We go into the later Roman Empire, some call them Byzantine. Uh, this is the wife of Justinian the Great, who some consider the first female emperor. I mean, mm. as I said at the time... I just can't see it. She was mm. the wife of an emperor, and yes, she yeah. was influential. She was important. I'm not downplaying that, but she did not rule in her own right, and no one no. saw her doing that. Um, but she certainly is a very worthy person in Roman history to have in the game, and I, I applaud the decision. Caesar Theodora. In Civilization Four, you get three choices. They abandon the women at this point, however. See if, see if you can guess. Three, three Roman emperors. Oh, no, no, sorry. One Caesar, obviously. So two Roman emperors. Andromachus? Leo. <laughs> you've, got, you've got all of the Roman emperors to choose from. We're not just talking the East. Uh. Oh. Caligula. Nero. No, Trajan. No. Augustus. Oh, that makes sense. That yeah. makes sense, yeah. And Justinian the Great. Justinian one. Yeah. yeah, so there we go. That's who you could choose from. Civilization five, only two again, and we get Augustus and Theodora. Caesar's been kicked off. Uh, but notice how the same names keep coming up. And then finally, we get Civilization six, where there are four people to choose from. You've got Caesar and Theodora, but then you've got two brand new emperors, Trajan and none other Trajan. Yeah, none other than our Basil II. So there you go. There's not actually many people who've been a playable character uh, in the Civilization games, and Basil II is one. So I'm sure mm. when he was dying, thinking about all that he's achieved, he probably smiled to himself in that moment that happens to everyone when your life flashes before your eyes. But then yeah, it just yeah. keeps going into the future and you get to see everything in the future. I'm sure that happens. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, he probably smiled to himself uh, when he realised that he'd be in Civilization VI. His dream all along. Yeah. So, there you go. He's also had a fictional novel ab written about him. You were incredibly unimpressed about Justinian II having a novel written about him, even though I... I was annoyed. I mean, I bought it, and I showed it physically, just... Even though we're in an audio platform, I bought the physical copy to show you, just to prove you, <laughs> to you that it existed, and you did not care. No. So, you know what? I didn't buy this one, uh, mainly because it's in Greek. Uh, so <laughs> That shouldn't stop you. It shouldn't Greek. stop me. I struggled to find out about it. Uh, but apparently there is a fictional novel about him in Greek, which is nice. There was also some stuff I found out about uh, his reputation in Bulgaria. Uh, oh. <laughs> apparently it's not so good, <laughs> being the Bulgar slayer that he is. Um <laughs> Yeah, so there you go. There's that. Um, and then finally, uh, I typed in top 10 Byzantine emperors into Google. And uh, he... I just looked at the first few. In the first list, he was third place after Constantine I and Justinian I. Third place? Third place. I mean, obviously, Constantine, for us, comes in season one, so he's not being counted um yeah but they put justinian above basil which i think is usual yeah. i think we're more unusual here uh, the second list had him third this time behind heraclius and justinian uh, mm. so generally he is a top three but he's never the winner which is interesting so there you go that is how are they remembered on the internet what about impact well after ruling longer than any other emperor in all of the empire i keep feeling about that yeah i mean he got a lot of bonus points doing that it really helped him so he ruled for a huge amount of time he built up the empire he created economic stability it's hard to say he didn't have an impact it could be argued that his rule extended the length of the empire significantly yeah but that said the macedonian dynasty kind of falls off a messy cliff after him it's not one of those nice straight down cliffs where you just fall and splat it's one of those ones <laughs> no. where you get hit you sort of catch jagged rocks all the way down yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I've, I've not written this down. I'm going to have to do it off the top of my head. But Basil's rule, the length of his rule, if you then go that again after his rule, you go for a ridiculous amount of emperors. And it is mm. all a mess. You've got all of Zoe and Theodora and all of yeah. the men that have been brought in to try and justify their reigns and all of that mess going on. Um, 
So, yes, he brought stability, but it obviously didn't last. But equally, the Macedonian dynasty was by far the longest-lasting dynasty. So, uh, interesting facts. Like I just said, he's the top scorer in the season, and he's the top scorer in Tempo Completo. He's the only emperor to have Slayer in his name, uh, putting him up there with the likes of Buffy, which is... <laughs> I was just thinking the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> which, is, which is quite impressive, I think. It is, because Buffy's a legend. Yeah, exactly. So I, I'd like to think that uh, Buffy and Basil would probably get on quite well. Buffy and Basil sounds like a fun duo. That'd be great. So uh, Basil 2, he's a titan of season two, definitely. How many points for Infamous Notorious? This is out of ten. Out of ten. Um, I, th- I, c- I couldn't go more than three or four. I don't oh, think. you are so harsh in this round. You were doing this last time. Yeah, but I, I've never heard of them. And, and you know, the but majority again, of you said, right. oh, have you heard of Basil II? Like, so, again, I, so what I did very carefully this time is when I introduced the round, yeah. I said it's split into three parts. How yes. well are they remembered now is only one third because the how much impact did they have is and another third. That's the second no. point. So that, that's a total of 3.3 recurring points in that part. Yeah. Uh, and then also, what about amazing details? The fact that he's our top scorer should be automatically be giving him a good few points. The fact that he is the longest ruling emperor should automatically be giving him points. The fact he's got a cool nickname should automatically give points. He's scoring maximum points in that part, so instantly he's got 3.3 at least and then you can add other parts, surely. Okay, you've won me round. I, I would happily give him six. Okay, I'm quite pleased how quickly I managed to win you round there. Oh, that's good. I'm very good. I'm very easily led. <laughs> that's good to know. Uh, I mean, I already know it. You kept saying no. I don't want to do a podcast for quite some time, at least into year four. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you just kept turning up. Uh, I, I'm going. I'm going high. I'm going uh, seven. I think. Okay. Ooh. Yeah. Basil II is is one of the big names. Him, Heraclius, Justinian. They are the big names of uh, the Eastern Roman Empire. So, yeah. Okay. That's what Total of thirteen. Total of thirteen. Okay. Next up, Andronicus. Andronicus. Now, now you've got a point to say they're not remembered at all. Yeah. Andronicus just isn't. Uh, however. That's not always been the case throughout history. Andronicus is definitely not the name of an emperor who springs to mind when you're talking about emperors. Yeah. No matter how much we think maybe he should be because his story is amazing. It is amazing. Yeah. If you go back in time, though, then he definitely was remembered. After his death, his name was known throughout all of Europe as being a tyrant, an evil tyrant. In 1193, uh, Peter of Eberly, I'm pronouncing that wrong, I'm sure, wrote an epic poem all about the Holy Roman Emperor Henry VI. Right. Now, it just so happens that Henry VI was ruling at the time that Andronicus dies. So we get, yeah, we get some information. And the death, in fact, of Andronicus is mentioned. So setting the scene in this epic poem here, wisdom personified is standing behind the throne of Henry, while a bedraggled fortune personified stands with the limbs of Andronicus scattered around. Hammering that home, aren't they? Yeah. E- epic poem. You need you need dismembered yeah, yeah. limbs in an epic poem. Yeah. Wisdom then speaks to fortune, and I quote, May Andronicus be yours, soaked in the blood of his nephew. Remember Andronicus strangled his own nephew with a bowstring? Yeah. To whom Italian blood was drink and food. May Andronicus be yours, crass man who added to the slaughter of his own family, the killing of excellent people of every lineage. At the end, although the punishment of his guilt was unparalleled, his disgraceful death forever lacks an avenger. Lest that old man be yours, who snatched up like Icarus on wings, fell into the sea and bewails his drowned body. He fell, as an immense succession of giants once did, who troubled themselves to visit Jupiter's empire. So, there you go. That, Very dramatic. That was an epic poem written all about Andronicus. Yeah. Well, it's written about Henry, but it's got Andronicus yeah. in it. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Epic poem. I'm not in an epic yeah. poem, are you? Uh, yes. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Uh, do you do lots of going forth? Do you spake in your epic poem? Oh, I, lots I, of I am spaking all the time. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Did loins get girded? Oh, you have no idea how many loins I've 
girded and had girded. Good. Okay, well, I've not been an epic poem, so I'm impressed. What other impact did he have? Uh, He had an impact on Manuel, the emperor, because he kept going and sleeping with Manuel's family. (laughs) That's true. I mean... I'm sure Manuel has very strong memories of Andronicus. Yes, definitely. Uh, but it, I, I'm going to be honest, it's very hard to say that Andronicus had much of an impact on the Empire at all. Uh, you could argue that him killing his nephew meant ending the Komnenos dynasty, and the Komnenos mm-hmm. dynasty was, as we've discovered, pretty damn good. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's Andronicus's fault that it all falls apart, sort of. Trouble is, his nephew was a mere boy, probably would have been cooed anyway. So... Mm. Is it really Andronicus's fault? Uh, does he have any interesting facts? Any reasons why we should remember him? Well, it's just his stories of the multiple prison breaks. Him going behind the bush yeah. and pretending to have a poo, but getting a spear and a cloak and doing a runner. Him, I, things like that are just brilliant. He he tied a granny to a, to a battering ram. A battering ram, yes. yes. Uh, Grond. Yeah, and he, he cut his way through like Lord Flashheart through the Middle yeah. East. Uh, just just sleeping his way through Jerusalem. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it's just a really fun story. And when you tell it, I mean, when I told you the story, your face lit up and it was it was a yeah, pleasure yeah. to tell. Uh, so should he be remembered? Yes. Uh, he's, he's not a nice man. He's no. not a good emperor. No. But he's fun to talk about. He's very fun to talk about. Yeah, he is. Um, I, he's very memorable as well. Like, I still remember some of those stories and, and still smile with giddy glee. Yeah. Great. So, points? Not as high. Um, it's, it's not as high, time, I agree. This time I think a three is probably appropriate. Yeah, I think so. I think that he's not really well known at all, but the fact that he should be means that he should get a few points. I'm going to go four rather than three, but fair enough. Right. Seven. Theophilus. Theophilus. Is Theophilus remembered today? Obviously not. Of course he's not. (laughs) But again, he was for some time. Because, uh, okay, Andronicus had a poem written about him a few years after his death. uh, But Theophilus, 300 years after his death, that's a significant amount of time. 300 years after his death, appears in a story, a written down story from the Eastern Roman times, which is really exciting. Uh, This is called Temerian, if I'm pronouncing that correctly. Uh, It's a satire. It's all about a man called uh, Temerian who lives in Constantinople. And he had just visited Thessalonica for a festival. And he goes there, and then he comes back home. He talks to a friend about why, why he was delayed. They have a bit of a celebration. And then that night, he gets really ill, and he vomits up a whole lot of bile. He would. Yeah, just all sorts of bile. It's not pleasant. Anyway, he then falls unconscious, and then two demons come along, and they drag him to Hades. He is told told that he has to live in the underworld because he lost all his bile. You're in my gaff now. You lost your bile. Yeah, now obviously... That's the demons speak. Yeah, I mean, that's how demons speak. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, everyone has four vital elements that make them, uh, make up themselves. That is yellow yeah. bile, black bile, blood, and phlegm. There's nothing mm. else in your body you need. So yeah. uh, it's all good. As long as you've got a good balance of all four, you're going to be healthy. But oh, he's thrown, thrown up all his, uh, his bile. I didn't check to think which one. I'm guessing yellow? No, that's pus, that is... isn't it? Maybe black. Well, because when you... you yeah. It's like yellowy when it comes out. Yeah, so no, it is. Okay, it's one, one of the biles. Anyway, it's gone. So he's down in the underworld. Anyway, he goes on several adventures, he does. All sorts of japes happen. It's a it's a comedy that is no longer funny due to time. It's satires, events <laughs> that no longer is understood. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, well, I say is no longer understood. I certainly didn't. I'm sure academics do. Uh, anyway, uh, he's in the underworld uh, until he meets his old teacher who agrees to argue his case that he should go back to the world. So his uh, his teacher basically goes to a court to say, no, Tamarian should go back. But who are the judges? Well, it's a whole host of uh, people or gods, in fact. It's a whole bunch of pagan gods. So the old Jupiter and people like that. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Your old pagan gods are the oh, judges. Saturn. Yeah, probably. Uranus. Get all getting judged by Uranus. Yeah. Great. Well, it's, tables have turned. I mean, how often do you judge your Uranus? So, That's true. Yeah. So, yeah, the some pagan gods are there, but also a whole bunch of ancient doctors from back in the ancient times. Your, your okay. wise, your wise old Greek people. 
Yeah. And sticking out a little bit like a sore thumb, but for a good reason, none other than Theophilus. Ah, Theophilus, who has a reputation for being a just judge. Because remember, he was emulating himself from being a, a good judge. He, he used to ride yeah. around. He used to try and actually rule his city and make it better, remember? Mm. Uh, and that reputation stuck. He, he, he was so just that he punished the people who killed his godfather that his own father had ordered to do. Yeah. So, I mean, this story seems all very ancient to us, but just to remind you, this was 300 years after he had died. So it's a bit like someone writing a story about someone who was alive when George Washington was around. Yeah, so slightly out of context. Yeah, so it's it's still a long time ago they were writing stories about him. So mm. he was remembered. Uh, did he have an impact on the Empire? It's hard to say he had a big impact, to be honest. I mean, he, he was all right. He was a decent emperor. He tried hard. If you lived in there under him, you'd probably have been fairly happy. But long term, not great. And then we've got his iconoclasm, and that caused problems. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, iconoclasm does cause an impact, but eventually it is defeated. So in the end, not huge. So mm, interesting facts. I'll be honest, I didn't really find anything. I, I did a bit of looking around for interesting facts. Um, I mean, stuff we liked about him was him being taught by John the Grammarian. Uh, yeah. We liked the fact that he was trying. But when you are searching Theophilus, interesting facts, uh, the, his name means to love God. Uh, so... As you can imagine, a lot of religious stuff just comes up of people who were called Theophilus, and it's hard to find the actual emperor. Uh, yeah. But let's not forget, he had his really cool last line where yeah. he executed his friend and advisor, Theophobus, because he didn't trust him, and he had his cool line, which I will talk about in the next round. So, score? Three. I can't give him any more than last one. Um, I'm not even going to give him that. I'm going to give him two. Actually, no, he got a story written about him. I'll go three as well. Six. Leo five. Leo five. So, Basil, he's in a civilization game. Someone's written a novel about him. He's on top ten lists. Andronicus, he had an epic poem where he was a character. Theophilus, he was in a story. Leo five, nothing. Couldn't find a thing. Oh. Nothing at right. all. No. no. Apart from his Wikipedia entry and the usual encyclopedia places, history, websites that you'd expect. Just couldn't find anything. I did manage to find him on a list of unusual deaths of Byzantine emperors, because I thought that might be a strong point. But actually, there, something. Were, there were 13 on that list, and he wasn't, like, ranked number one, which was ridiculous. So that's not great. Impact. No. And it's hard to say he had really any impact. <laughs> I mean, he clearly had an impact on his godson, Theophilus. Uh, iconoclasm carried on uh, through Theophilus, which Leo V was happy about. Uh, but the Amorian dynasty that followed him was short-lived, and the Macedonian dynasty came in and just... It, yeah. Yeah. It just is no huge lasting impact from him. Mm. Uh, interesting facts. He's got our favourite death. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's what we remember him for. So yeah, perhaps yeah. the next round is where we should go into that. So what should so. we score him? Um, zero, because there's literally nothing. It's just, it's got to be zero. It's, it's such a shame. Yeah. Oh, no, no, I am going to give him, I'm going to give him one, just because he's got our favourite death, because that should What's be recognised. It's the next round, but it is also an interesting but fact. It's but it's not recognised, and he isn't known for it. A good death wouldn't be counted. Best death is interesting as a statistic, not the actual death. I'm giving him a bonus point for it. No? I disagree, but I will write it down. Fair enough. I'll give you your one. So we have a clear winner. Basil 2, which I believe he got 13. He did, indeed. Andronicus with 7. Uh, Theophilus with a mere 6. And yes. Leo 5 with only 1. Yeah, your one. Just saying. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Let's see how they do in the next round. Okay, how good was their death? No need to delay. Let's do Basil 2. Basil 2. Well, it's not good. It's not good. He lived an incredibly long time, and when he died, he <laughs> died of natural causes at the age of 67, probably surrounded by loving family, the idiots. What a loser. Ugh. Yeah, no mention of foul play whatsoever. He just oh, come on. dies. Not even a curse. Yeah, he just went gently, as gently as he could, into that good night. Like a feather drifting off into a setting sun. Yeah, with a vague smile on his face. 
Yeah. And just as he was about to die, his eyes snap open, one last gasp, and he says, it's not that bad. And then he dies. Oh. That's how oh. peaceful it was. The idiot, zero. He gets nothing. Rubbish. No. I think we're just probably just a bit jealous, though. Yeah, and also, by the way, we don't know that. Maybe, maybe he got some hideous disease and he died. The details are very sketchy. We just know <laughs> that it was natural causes. He, he probably had some horrible wasting the seas that we just don't know about. But he's getting no points. So there we go. Nah, screw him. Andronicus. This is more like it. And perhaps, I'll be honest, I did not go into enough detail of the death of Andronicus in his episode, because it was a long episode and we needed to get to the end. But wow, is his death gruesome. Hey. Arguably one of the worst deaths in all of our, our podcast. Because he is, to begin with, ridden through the city on a donkey backwards as he is stoned. It's just all conflicting back. Starting yes. to remember this. Yes. He is then tied to a post where people are allowed to just go up and beat him for three days. He wouldn't get any sleep. <laughs> he would not get any sleep. And if he does, they're waking him up early. Uh, <laughs> his teeth were pulled out. His hair was pulled out. Uh, his right hand was cut out off. One of his eyes was gouged out. This is just the public just picking at him. Then after three solid days, three days, Jamie, <laughs> 72 hours of torture yeah. of just the public beating him, chopping bits off of him, uh, they throw boiling water in his face. Oh, into his eye socket. In pool. They then, it's time for the public execution, so they drag him to the Hippodrome and they tie him up. They tie him up by two posts upside down, one leg on each post. You're looking shocked. I, I'm just trying to envision what this could be. Well, then, two soldiers then have a competition with swords. And it's hard to figure out exactly what's going on there, but it's something along the lines of how well they can cut him. It's either death by a thousand cuts kind of thing, or they're just trying to skewer him through his body. Uh, but they're doing nasty things with swords. And they chop him to pieces. And the fact that he's hanging upside down by two legs, one pole and another pole, uh, you, you kind of get the idea of where they're hitting mm, with that sort. Yeah. 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 It's, uh, it's a very gruesome death. It's one of the worst we ever come across. I don't think he deserved it. That's a bit too much. It's a bit much, but can I remind you of the execution he ordered not long before this was when he burnt someone alive without tying them up first. So they kept just poking him back in the fire whenever the person was escaping. <laughs> Is that a worse death? Well, no, you'd, you'd pass out fairly quickly. Well, no, because you can get out the fire. And every time you get out the fire, you're jabbed with a spear. So you fall back in the fire bleeding and then you come out the fire and then you... Yeah, yeah but you're going, you're going conscious eventually. That, that one has stuck with me a lot. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, Andronicus was a nasty, nasty man. He, he's got I mean, lots, he's not great. He's got lots of fun stories, and then he becomes emperor, and then he becomes hideous. Absolutely awful. Uh, but yeah, this was an awful death. Uh, but the last thing that went through his mind... Apart from the sword. ...was how much points he was going to get in this, in this round. So, I mean, is it a full ten? He's, like, brutally tortured to death by the public and then executed publicly i i don't think i think there's a, I, even for us i think it's a line yeah because yeah. that's a cruel death I, not a heroic death I'm, the 10 is going to be for leo yeah i'm glad you uh, you're saying this because this is exactly the argument i was going to make it is a death yeah. that's worthy of points but it's not a full mark death um it's no. interesting leo 5 is a 10 uh, oh yeah. hang on we've not got to leo 5 yet leo 5 could be a 10 could um, be. Yes, uh, but knows? this isn't a 10 this is... It's high, though. I'm going to go seven. I will match the seven. I agree with that. Okay. Theophilus. Theophilus. Uh, he dies of some kind of illness. I don't know. Okay. Zero. <laughs> ah, no, no, no. Oh. <laughs> but he will get some points, because don't forget, he has his really cool last line, where he orders oh. the death of Theophobus and says, I am no longer Theophilus, and you are no longer Theophobus. It's just something very cool about that. Uh, yeah. Unless you're Theophobus. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, great last little way. <laughs> Hang on. Oh, that's me, isn't it? So I mean, it's it's not great, but he had a cool last line. I give him. I throw him a couple of points for his cool last line. Yeah. Um, right. Let's give him four then in total. Yeah, four in total then. Okay. Next up. The old five. It was a very cold night in the chapel that night. 
Most people were wearing long hoods, velvety hats. The singing was glorious and filled everyone's hearts with joy. Leo had a large voice. It filled the room. He was enjoying himself. But what's this? What's this, Jamie? What can you see? Is it the door opening in the background? It's the door. It's creaking open. No one can hear the creak, Jamie, because everyone's singing. Not over the singing. Not over the singing. And then you see just the points of swords coming through the the, the door before you see anyone. And then just people dressed entirely in black. Cut to Leo. He's still singing. He's still singing about mistletoe. He's Rudolph. He's singing about... Do you think he has one of those Santa hats like a glowy ball? Yes, that's what he's got. Like flashes with LEDs and stuff. Yeah. He's really there. getting into spirit. Away in a major <laughs> cut to no creep for a bit. Cut to all the swords just making their way. Everyone's shocked. <gasps> gasps, gasps from the left, gasps from the right. They're all leaving. They're filing out. Leo's not noticed. Leo's not noticed. No. Away in a. He's on, then he realizes he's on his own singing. Yeah. Just... Wait, no, no, he doesn't realise. He's just singing oh, he away. Because he's okay. singing so much. And then and then you just see the sword run through the back of the cloak of Leo. Blood spurts everywhere. Oh, the man falls to the ground dead. And then cut to Leo's face, because Leo's not the person they stabbed. You may have forgotten this part. They stabbed the wrong person first. Oh. Because someone else was wearing that. the same cloak same as hat. Leo. The same the big hat. hat. Yes. Leo swings round. Ha! Ah, you villains, you scoundrels! And he leaps, leaps like a something that leaps at Christmas time. What leaps at Christmas time? Lords, lords leap. Lords, he leaps like a lord onto the yeah. altar. And he grabs the first thing he can find. A, he wrenches across off the wall. Swings round. Back, you devils! He cries. Uh, <laughs> we may be embellishing some of this. But the fact is, we, we know that the assassins go in, they kill the wrong person, he runs to the front, he grabs a cross, he hits some assassins with the cross. One thing we do know, and we're not making this up, is when Leo swears an oath to God and begs someone to spare him, and one of the assassins replies, this is not a time for swearing oaths, but for killing. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yes. And then Leo swings the cross to kill the guy, but the guy chops his arm off. Leo falls to his knees, and they run him through with a sword. He falls. The camera pans upwards, facing down, and you just see the blood seeping out of him until it just starts hitting some of the tinsel that's been left on the floor in all the ruckus. It's a ten. Oh, yeah, it's, it's a, a ten. It's the best death. It is just the best yeah, death. Glorious, absolutely as glorious. As glorious a death could be. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, we've obviously got a winner this round. It's Leo Five. Well done. Uh, Andronicus comes in second with a gruesome death. Uh, Fourteen, I believe he got. Uh, Theophilus got four, and nothing for Basil. You, I hope, have been taking a note of these scores, though. And can now tell us who is winning overall. Oh, yes. We have a tie. Oh, okay. What have we got? Uh, so uh, Theophilus is ten. Basil has a total of 13 currently, but Andronicus and Leo 5 both have 21. So Leo 5 is beating Basil? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Andronicus and Leo 5 are, are neck and neck. Wow. That's a... Yeah. Didn't see that coming. And that's all the points we give out, because our next round mm. we don't give points, so that's something to think about when we uh, decide who goes through. Possibly. Interesting. But our next round, our final round. Historical ridiculous. And here we go, our final round. Uh, It's the questions everyone is asking. Uh, Questions from our Discord. Mm. This week, we are going to go with a question from Sparishon. And Jamie doesn't know this one's coming. I'm just going to read it out. Which emperor, out of the four we've covered, obviously, would be the best Star Trek captain? (gasps) And why? So, Basil II's Picard. Andronicus is... He's not quite Kirk... We'll get in there. Theophilus is just, <laughs> okay, just yeah, no, stable and normal. So Theophilus is more like a, a Janeway or, a, or an archer. Leo V, kind of the fight. So he's more Kirk-like, I think. Like fighting the Gorn mm-hmm. with his, with his, you know, because Kirk obviously was fighting off Gorns with oh, his big in the church. These are words that make sense to me. So I, I think they all have elements. I, th- I think Basil II got the stately, calm nature of Captain Jean-Luc Picard. Mm. But also that's, that's will not hesitate to kill so many people of one group that he becomes known as the Slayer. Or maybe she should be Janeway then, because she kills lots of people. 
Yeah, you see. Or, or Cisco, or maybe Cisco. Oh, yeah, she could be a Benjamin Cisco. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, okay. They're, they're, they're my answers. You can take one of them. You can take all of them. They're my opinions. Let us know in the comments. Well, interestingly, I mean, you actually answered a different question, but I didn't want to interrupt oh. you because that was a really interesting way to answer it. It was not who would be which captain. It would be no, I know. who would make the best. <laughs> so you still need to answer that. Who would make the best? I, I, well, well, Basil kept the Empire stable for longest. So you're going um, for Basil. Yeah. So Basil would yeah. be the best Star Trek captain. But, I mean... If if the, that meant anything to me, I'm sure that was quite interesting that you chose certain ones for certain people. Yeah. Cool. Okay, then. Right. Okay, let's go for another one. I'm going to go for Elspeth. Elspeth, who was our moderator at Intelligent Speech. Uh, so yes. thank you very much to her for helping us through that. She has asked, what would each emperor's walk-on song be? Oh. Uh, she says she's convinced Nero would have Drama Queen by Megan Trainer. So I think Dancing Queen <laughs> by Abba. Quite possibly. Uh, but out of these four, uh, what songs are they going to have? See, Andronicus needs like a strut song. He needs like a Bee Gees. I was about to say, yeah, it's the opening of Saturday Night Fever, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. That's how Andronicus yeah. walked in to Antioch and then Jerusalem. Yeah. Just holding his paint pot, wearing his oh, white, yes. white trousers. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Harassing women on the streets. Oh, times were awful back then. Yeah, okay, so, yeah. Andronicus, Bee Gees. Uh, Basil, I mean, Basil's just got to have the uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer theme music, shall we? Oh, well, that goes that saying. Yeah, I mean, there you yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's why he was humming to himself as he was gouging the eyes out of all of those Bulgar prisoners. <laughs> you saw they were vampires. Maybe that was. Uh, maybe that's it. How did we do his whole episode without. It's because I didn't tell you his nickname until the very end for some weird reason. Bulgar Slayer. Yeah, totally should have Uh, Theophilus um, Satisfaction I'm thinking Simon and Garfunkel <laughs> yeah, I think something um, quite mellow yeah, Nice and white satin by Moody Blues Okay yeah. so Some 70s and children Leo 5 needs a Christmas song. Not sure which one. If I remember correctly... Uh... I still think Jewel of the Fates by uh, and Star Wars. Oh, but no, what's the, what's the, um, the, the, the really dr- overly, overly dramatic Christmas song that's in... Oh, the Carol of the Bells. Yeah, that one. Yeah, it's clearly a piece of horror music. And, yeah, that was his theme music all through his life. Um, no one knew why until he finally died. And he's and just laying there just being stabbed. He just slows down to... One person's one quiet boy to stay behind. <laughs> and it's just McCall Cook. Okay, I think we answered that one well. Uh, right, uh, I think we've got time for just uh, one more. So let's go for... Uh, Hamilton Fillmore asks, which emperor would be who? So you kind of did this for Star Trek already. In Blackadder. Well, Andronicus is Lord Flashheart. Yes, yeah. yeah. But, I mean, that one's yeah. that one's done, dusted, easy. I, I think Basil II's going to have to be Blackadder. He's, yes. He's the competent yeah, one so. who is getting exasperated by everyone else. I think Theophilus could be a uh, Captain Darling. <laughs> yes, and then obviously Leo Five is Melchit. Melchit, 
but not Lord Mouchet from season two. General. Is he, General Mouchet. Is he General? General Mouchet? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Stephen Fry. Yeah, no, all of those work. I think that, that works quite well. And that means all of them can be in season four, Blackadder, uh, because all of those characters appear in season four. Yeah. That's a good point, yeah. yeah. So yeah. season four, Blackadder. Basil two is Blackadder. Andronicus is Lord Flashheart. Theophilus is Darling. Darling? Uh, <laughs> 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 uh, uh, Leo five is... <laughs> yeah. I, genu- I genuinely don't think we compared Andronicus to Lord Flashheart in his episode. Uh, I can't remember us doing that, and I don't know why I, we didn't. He definitely mentioned it in this episode earlier. Oh, yeah, we, we've mentioned it before, yeah. uh, but I don't think we did it in the episode, but it's such an obvious, obvious choice. Uh, <laughs> okay, right, well, there we go. I, I mean, there's no points for this. That's just helping us think. Uh, and now we have a decision, and, uh, well, let's let's not pretend Theophilus is going through. He's not going no. through. He got to the semi-finals. He should be very proud of himself. But It'd be cruel to give him a false sense of hope. Exactly. So let's just just swiftly put one in the back of the head. <laughs> and uh, he won't know any just different. Just come out back with me, Theophilus. It's fine. Can you just help me pick up that thing on the floor there? Cock your gun. He won't even Gone. know. He won't even know. It's fine. No. He won't even hear the shot. No, exactly. <laughs> When he sees his own brain spat in front of his eyes. Exactly. Um, okay, but the other three, we have a conversation. And I genuinely don't know where we're going with it. Let's start easy. But I don't want to lead you. I think the only thing Leo Five is known for is his death. Right, that's exactly what I was thinking, but I didn't want to say it first just in case I was no. leading you. I completely no. agree. Leo Five. I mean, you, you were mouthing it over the camera. <laughs> me, but Holding up pictures. <laughs> yeah. Cue cards for you Leo to read. Leo Five, big cross. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I completely agree. Leo Five has a brilliant death. I enjoy talking about that. But the rest of his reign is, is not completely forgettable. He did lots of interesting stuff. You've got all his friendship and you've got pole up a cave cave up a pole mm. even uh, that's good stuff going on there but i i agree he can't go through when he's up against basil 2 and andronicus this is what i thought it was going to come to it's it's basil 2 and andronicus and i'm struggling i know it's almost like a heart and head thing yes you know i know exactly what you think saying yeah my head is saying basil 2 he is the top scorer of not just season two all of Totalus ranking Roman emperors. Yes. He did a lot of good for the Empire, so he was a good emperor. He was very impressive militarily. Yes. He makes a lot of sense. Yes. But the heart, Jamie, the heart. <laughs> the heart is saying, why not put through a vicious murdering I mean, you could argue they're all vicious murdering I mean, Basil II did gouge the eyes out of thousands of people, so um, yes, this is true. The stories of the prison breaks... Especially, may I remind you, he clawed his way out through a tile, went into another part of the prison. His wife was imprisoned in his own cell. He came back into that prison because he couldn't find a way out, got to know his wife for a bit, and then left again. He, yeah. he paused halfway through his prison break to make sweet, sweet love <laughs> with his wife. Well, at least it wasn't when they were, like, abseiling down the side of the wall. <laughs> that would have been even more impressive, but... I, th- stories so like that. Man. I mean, what are we? We're not top ten emperors. We're Totalis Rankium, damn it. And we're here talking about who are you going to talk about? I think I've decided. I, I think the problem with Basil II is that he's not interesting enough. He is technically good, but he's not exciting. So I think I know who I'm going to throw my weight behind. But you're pulling a face, so you might be I, about to argue with me. Potentially. I, I think... I don't know, maybe I'm just planning ahead too much as well, because what's the final going to be? Will Andronicus not even have a look-in in the final? In which case, that'd be unfair for him. And is it fair for someone that's ranked so highly not to be in the final? That's just what I'm thinking. I mean... They're just questions, they're just questions. It make, you make a good point. Basil II is ranked first. Surely he should be in the final. But then why aren't we just writing it on their points? That's a good point. Who are you more likely to talk about? <laughs> That is a Totalus Rankium thing. Um, the guy that chiselled away a glory hole with his bare fingers through a tile in a prison. Yeah, and this or was... Basil II, who played marbles with Bulgarians' eyeballs. Mm. Um, he strapped a granny 
to a battering ram. <laughs> yeah, I keep forgetting about that. <laughs> and the very fact that you can keep forgetting about that because so much other stuff happened, uh, I, I think is very impressive. And now I've, of course, got seared into my brain about the poking the guy back into the fire with sticks. Oh, yeah, because um, then he did awful stuff. And his death is truly horrific, so you've got a story there. I know what you want, and you have swayed me. I've swayed you? Because, well, we've always said since the beginning, it's about who, who are you going to tell people about, what's more interesting in history. Andronicus is more interesting. See, what I find interesting is that this episode went differently to how I thought it would. Yeah, me too. <laughs> because I genuinely was not sure between these two, and I found myself talking myself into Andronicus. I thought you were going to come out organs blazing for Andronicus, and I was going to have to be the voice of reason, not the other way around. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, Andronicus is more fun to talk about. It's more exciting. Yeah, he is. His, his, his he stories is. Are, are better. Basil II is deservedly number one. But also, I keep going back to the fact that I keep looking at his total score, going, I don't understand why his score's so high. Have we done something wrong? And every time I think about it and look into it, I go, no, no, he deserves that score. But the very fact that I question it says that maybe his Gene César is not as high as other people's. So, yeah, I'm, I'm happy. I think Andronicus goes through. Yeah, let's do it. I wonder how many people we've upset by knocking Basil II out. I mean, I named my dog after Basil II. That's not true. But... That's not true. Uh, but it could be. No one could prove otherwise. Well, my next dog will be Basil II, so... No, your next dog will be called Andronicus. <laughs> That's rampant as <laughs> in the park. <laughs> Come in, get, get off! Well, there we go then. Andronicus goes through, and wow, do we have a final shaping up, because at the moment we've got Justinian II, the crazy revenge murderer, uh, and Andronicus... The, the, the crazy Lord Flashheart murderer. This is a very different final than uh, season one's final. Yeah. Uh, I, we have not got Justinian or Basil II. Mm. Two, yeah. two firm favourites have been knocked out in the semi-finals. No, hang on. I'm, I'm remembering that wrong. Sorry, I'm thinking Justinian one and Justinian two. They were together in the rounds. I have forgotten who was in the semi-finals, haven't I? Who was... Uh, Justinian two. Yes, no, no, sorry, I remember now, of course, Justinian, I say I remember now, I've just suddenly looked. Uh, Justinian II defeated Romanos, Leo, um, Leo III and Alexios I. That was it, Alexios yeah. I was the big hitter that Justinian II knocked out, that's what I was thinking of. And Romanos I was good as well. So anyway, yeah. next time, ooh, we've got a tricky one, it's arguably the hardest of the semi-finals next time, because we have Heraclius, our number two. We have Basil I, he's got a great story. Uh, we've got Anastasius, the old man who impresses us so much, and we have Justinian the Great. I mean, arguably, all four of those could go through. Uh, that is, that's going to be the toughest semi-final. Again, I do not know who could win that, but we will find out next time. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, guys, okay. thank you for listening again. Yep, two more episodes, Jamie, and then we're done. Yeah, forever. Oh no, no. no. Oh, I did on um. Twitter or X, whatever it's called now. Um, I did put a. Uh, it'd be nice for us to do a, a Q and A. Oh, that sounds really grandiose and like, hey, you know, ask us. We're, yeah. but it'd be nice. You know, people have sent some nice, funny, interesting questions that we could do a like a mini mm. episode on as well. Yeah, we did that at the end of the first season, if you remember. We did, yeah. We did, so that makes sense to do it at the end of this. Yeah, okay. Yeah. No, I'm liking this. That's good. Yeah. So I didn't ask you. I just did it. That's fine. That's we've, got, fine. we've got a massive load of questions. Cool. Okay, we'll, we'll do that. Okay, so at least three more episodes, and I believe we mm. will be having a... Um... Do we need an ultimate between the final winner of this round and season one? I was one? about to say, we, we're going to have an ult- at least one ultimate episode at the end, and then there's a couple of special things I think I will uh, come up with uh, to do right at the end. Maybe a couple of interviews, maybe something to do with Jeff. Who knows? Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. That's a teaser there. Uh, so yeah we will find out but anyway thank you very much for listening and until next time goodbye (laughs) goodbye Welcome to the BBC's coverage of Jared Races. 
Hello, welcome to the BBC. My name is Chad. And I'm... Uh, I'm Hickory. Before we start this broadcast, we just need to read an apology written for us by the BBFC. We regret the decisions we made last week. Last week, we were wrong, and we let you down. It has come to our attention we may have embellished certain parts of the race. There was no lightning bolt. The lasers, they didn't happen. And there were definitely no sharks. The boss is alive. I'm sorry, Bruce. You're, you're still alive. And because of the poor choices that we've made, we've ensured the BBC that will be following their guidelines and using the correct terminology and representing the race as it actually is. On behalf of both of us, we apologize. You, the listener, deserve more, and we will think about our actions. Anyway, enough of that. Let's go into the race. It's very exciting. Chad, we got to calm it down, Chad. Remember? Remember the meeting? The, the six-hour meeting, Chad? So many notes. So many slides on the PowerPoint. They read off the PowerPoint, Chad. I can't do that again. Times New Roman as well. Times New Roman. <laughs> Comic Sans on some. And, and we're here today to tell you about the race that is going to happen in the next three minutes. Okay, right. So it says here in the, in the BBFC guidelines that we've got to introduce each of the people and accurately describe what they look like. Uh, so, this is hot, Chad. Uh, you go first. Well, first in lane number one, which is closest to the stand, is Basil Two. He is not an herb. He is a human being on a horse. Chad. Yeah. We gotta say Basil. 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 Basil is, is a Wait, human. Wait, what's that? Wait. What? What? The what? What's happening? Tell me. It says the second. What's the second one? Oh, I thought you'd seen something exciting. Basil the second. You're just reading the guidelines. Okay, Basil two is a human no, no, no. with the second. The second is a human with a head and two arms. Chad, anything else you want to add? His horse has four legs. Wait, one, two, three, four. Yeah, four legs and a tail. Okay, uh, uh, next, next up, next up, we got Andronicus, Chad, Andro uh, I mean, and Andronicus, we've got Andronicus, Chad, and he's, Chad, what do we do? Chad, what, I don't think we can describe what he's doing using these guidelines. Um, I mean, if we could just give our viewers a bit of an insight, he's... No, no, I've, I've got the, I've got the, it's making love, Chad, we've got to use the phrase making love. Making love? Okay, well, he's, well, let's just say he's not just mounting his horse. Let's just, let's just say that and move on to okay, lane three. Um, lane three which is, is uh, Theophilus. It's Theophilus, Chad. He is a, a god lover, and he is, um, yeah, he's, he's good. He's okay. He's not bad. He is also on a horse. Interesting fact about Theophilus, Chad. Do you want to hear, do you want to hear an interesting fact about Theophilus? Not so excitable. Yeah. Uh, he was, says here he was born. So Leo Five is next. Leo Five is—he's on a horse as well. Um, Chad. Oh, we can see something. Look. What? On what? His Chad, horse, there's what's a... happening? Tell me. Calm down. Calm. Ch calm down. Ch calm Chad, down. Chad. 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 Um, yes, Chad. Um, he's—he's got a crucifix in his hand. And that crucifix is a symbol of, of a religion, I believe, Chad. I believe Hinduism. That's could, right. Could be correct. Um, this is hot, Chad. Oh, no! oh my God! They're going under. They are racing. They are. I mean, they are. They are. Oh. Hang on, sec. Let me get the get the word sauntering, sauntering, Chad. They are sauntering, sauntering towards the heaven. They are. They're moving very fast indeed. They are at the moment neck and uh, neck, neck and, and neck and basal, basal two is is. Um, Looking chuffed, chuffed, Chad. He is looking chuffed, according to this, this document here. 
Uh, Basil the second, yeah, he's looking like an absolute unit. What the hell is that? And they continue racing, Chad. This is absolutely spiffing. Um, I'm very excited. I haven't been this excited since I ate a bowl of jelly and ice cream. And bubble and squeak, Chad. Bubble and all squeak. And a toad in a hole. Why oh, would you eat a toad? I don't know, Chad. I've got no idea. Oh, oh Phil Phyllis is dead, Chad. Phil Phyllis, he stumbled off and he's dead straight away. He, he has indeed snuffed it. He has totally snuffed it. Chad, Chad, that's what he's done. His, his, his blood's all over the floor, Chad. That was a horrific accident. I wish I could describe it to you listeners, but uh, unfortunately it is definitely against the guidelines to explain exactly how that head got decapitated. And then flung into the audience. We just cannot give you that detail. I apologize to you, our listening audience here at the BBC of C. And Basil 2 is still in the lead with Leo 5 coming up behind and Andronicus is, is he's not doing very well Andronicus he is far too busy fornicating. Is fornicating a lab chat? I, I don't, it's not on the list. It's not on the battle list though. We can't say or shove it we can't say that anymore. I didn't say any of those, so I think fornicated is quite scientific, isn't it, Chad? Is it, that's allowed. I, I, I anyway, so. he's too busy fornicating with his wife to be racing, so I'm not sure if he's going to be taking part. I think this is all down to Basil II and Leo V now. Leo, Leo V is, is uh, brandish, brandishing his massive crucifix in the air, um, and he seems to have God on his side. Even though that is not the only religion, we have to give equal value to all religions here at the BCBC of C. Yes, of course. Um, and uh, it's... Oh, oh my God, it's lightning. He's been struck by lightning. Nope, nope, that's not lightning. What do we have, Chad? Uh, We're not making no, up this time, there, but what do we do? There was an unfortunate weather experience. Unfortunate weather experience is going on right now, Chad. Unfortunate, it's it's terrible. He is looking, um, uh, and I quote the guidelines, rather miffed, rather miffed, Chad. He does not look like he is enjoying this experience at all. No, uh, Basil 2 is... Uh, sorry, I keep getting this wrong. Ba Basil the second is oh, he's he's now firmly in the lead. Leo Five has fallen back. Antronicus, even though the fornication is carrying on, has has managed to overtake Leo Five. He and his his darling wife look very happy. They look very pleased, Chad. Some reason the horse seems to be quite spurred on by Andronicus's thrustings we shall sorry i don't think thrustings allowed chat that that sounds L loving encouragement yes, yeah I, I think that's the best way to say this uh so we have basil basil the second in the lead uh and, and, and leo five leo five is looking very worn out leo the fifth is looking very worn out in fact he is oh my goodness there appears to be a streaker a streaker streaker somebody is climbing well, it seems to be like a mini army. They're all wearing black, and they're entering the hippodrome. They've climbed over the bar the um, barriers. Not they the barricade. They've got Christmas hats on, Chad. What's going on? Well, you can hear them, because you can hear their twinkly bells as well. But they are brandishing swords. What's that thing is, Chad? That sounds like that song from Home Alone. The Carol of the Bells. Are all those words allowed? That's a song. I, I don't know. Some music what's on the CBC. I don't know what's a bell. I don't know. Okay, well, oh, it's like a cow bell. I know it's like oh, a cow oh, bell. I love cows, Chad. Do you remember that time I had that cow? The man in Christmas hats and all the black coat. They were rich in Leo too. Leo, Leo five. Leo five is brandishing his cross. He is fighting them, fighting them, Chad. This is getting really exciting now. But now, because of the CCB guidelines, we cannot continue what is happening, but we will say that Leo the fifth is out of the race. Out of the race. Because his, we don't need to dwell on why that is violence. Oh, just a lot of holes, a lot of blood. A lot of holes. A lot of blood. Chad, I really want to tell you what I'm saying, because this is outrageous. 
is not outrageous. It is just a commentary of Jack, what is Jack, happening. did you see what Leo Fat just did with that cross? It was outstanding. Could we not just give a little hint? He fought off 18 attackers. It's it's really amazing, viewers. It's really amazing. Oh my God, it was incredible. He just lifted his crucifix. He fought 18 away, but as he lifted up one last swing. He got his right hand cut off. He fell to the ground. He got run through like a stuck pig. Don't you go telling anyone we told you that, dear listeners. You keep that between us. No. Yeah, just us. our little secret, okay? Anyway, Basil 2 is now firmly in the lead, but Andronicus is catching up, and this is gonna go down to the wire. I think so, and it would be appropriate to say that everyone here would expect Basil second to win because obviously he should win so it's it's it really looks like basil too is going to to definitely win but um something is happening on this uh, on the track right now that is just undescribable but i've given my best shot but i'm i'm flicking through on the guidelines say i'm at a loss on to say um i've got i've got big beans on toast here what's that about and, uh, Why'd you have beans on toast? I've got no That's idea. Disgusting. Electric kettles? Um, what? Uh, oh my god. Universal healthcare? This is insane. What? Um, anyway, uh, I give up, Chad. All, that, all you need to know as a listener is that Andronicus has surprisingly managed to beat Basil II. The race is over. He crossed the finish line in a very X-rated way. He's got to the end. And it looks like he's now enjoying a snack. Yes. What is that snack called? It's like a cake, a pudding with raisins it's, in it. What it's is something, it? Chad. Um, uh, I don't know what I call it, but what? Oh, yeah, here. Page, page 72, subsection 3, Chad. That's what it is. It... What? He's, he's waving. He's waving it, Chad. He's... He's waving it around. Why is he waving his pudding around? He's... It's... He's pulled out a spotted dick. Apparently we're allowed to say that, Chad. Spotted dick. Spotted dick? <laughs> He's pulled out a oh spotted dick. God, He's swinging Chad. around. He's pulled out a spotted dick, Chad. Oh my God, the crowd go wild. Chad, this is amazing. This is the best thing I've ever seen. And his wife is definitely enjoying chowing down on that. Oh my God, Chad. Well, the BBC, I hope you enjoyed. A much more professional commentary of the race. Please don't fire us. We're trying. We're trying. We're trying our best. I, and we want to thank the BBC and the King. The, 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 king, the king of England. Uh, and it, even if you do fire, don't make a sip for another PowerPoint like that. That was... That was tough. That was painful, man. That was so painful. Anyway, we're going to sign off now. And we're going to head and get a cup of tea and some rich tea biscuits. Why would you put biscuits in tea? You put them in a stew. What's going on Toodle here? pip, Chad. Toodle and pip. Tally ho. Chad, I didn't like it. I didn't like it one bit. That sucked balls. That was disgusting. I hated that. Oh my god, Chad. Should we go back to the CNN? I think we're gonna have to. Either that or Fox. Oh my god, Chad. Anything's better than this. I don't like it anymore.